Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Does where you grow up determine how successful you will be later in your life? Um, I got an email and it says, Hi Niall and team. That would be Ashling and Sarah. I've been uh, at my wits end recently arguing with my partner about where we're going to move to. We've been renting for the last three years uh, with three small boys and thankfully the time has come where we can afford our own place. Which, don't get me wrong, I'm very grateful given the current uh, uncertain times that we live in. The problem is my partner wants to move to Clondalkin to be near her mother and sisters. My partner thinks I'm being completely pig-headed about this, but I just can't stand the thoughts of bringing my kids up in a place like that. The antisocial behaviour that comes out of the place is something terrible. Every time we're over at our mother's, uh, there's always a big gangs of teenagers doing God knows what. You know the type I'm talking about. Going, on, going about the place on bikes. Trying to be intimidating. Uh, the bangers have been going off since the end of August. Yeah, it's that kind of place, Niall. I don't want my kids growing up hanging around with gougers like this. They say if you grow up in a disadvantaged area, you are far more likely to get tied up in these type of gangs and get involved in drugs and the like. I know the schools around uh, that area aren't the best either. Am I wrong in just wanting the best for my children? Can you please bring it up on your show? Pardon me, sorry, something caught me through there. To see what your listeners think of this. If you do, please don't read out my name. Michael. I'm joking. His name is Michael. I just made that bit up. So, basically, his missus wants to move to Clondalk, and they clearly have enough money to buy a house. Money doesn't seem to be too much of an object to them, because um, he doesn't mention it being an object. He wants to move to a better area, inverted commas. Doesn't want to move to Clondalk, as clearly he is associating, you know, living in a working class or disadvantaged area, um, you know, with the fact that his kids may not do well in life and end up involved in drugs and all that kind of carry on. What do you think of the person's email? Are they being completely unreasonable? Or can you understand that he just wants to bring his kids up in the best possible area that he can afford? Do you think where you grow up actually defines your life? Some people say that it doesn't and have stories of how they came from nothing and ended up being very successful and wealthy in their adult years. However, other people say no matter how cheap the house is, they wouldn't buy in an area that's deemed to be disadvantaged. I don't know, would you? Would you buy a house in an area that's deemed to be disadvantaged? Look, I want to get your thoughts on this tonight. Do you think where you grow up determines how successful you will be later in life? Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. Do you think where you grow up determines your success later in life? And determines your future, I suppose. Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Peter, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Peter? How's it going, Niall? How's me old flower? Good, getting there. Yeah, yeah. Well, people... on the rocket since August. <laughs> Peter, I, now if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong actually. Peter, are you in Clondalkin? I'm in Ballyferma. All right, okay, okay. Only down the road. Okay. A rocket throw away from Clondalkin. <laughs> a banger, a banger blast away <laughs> from Clondalkin, yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you, what do you make of what this guy is saying? So the missus wants to move to Clondalkin to be near her mother and sisters. He doesn't. He wants to move somewhere better. Well, sometimes the grass is not always greener on the other side. Mm. Uh, I know that, uh, the life I led had a lot to do with where I grew up and the company I kept. But there was other people that were live, grew up in, in Blanchestown, where I grew up, that came out better as well. I mean, do you think so, if you had been raised in, say, Malahide, 
that you would have turned out the way you did and ended up in a life of crime and drugs? And do you think that your life would have been different if you had been raised in Malahide? I probably would have ended up a politician, the worst of the worst. <laughs> <laughs> or a banker. <laughs> yeah, or a banker. Yeah, now it, 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 he's right in a sense, but there is success stories that come out of places, these places, you know, and I'll always say that uh, story of the two twins that grew up with a, a drug addict father. One of the twins ended up a doctor and the other one ended up an addict. And it's just what way you see things and, and what way... Uh, your life turns out. But I'm in Ballyferma now, uh, smack bang in the middle of it, and there's loads of stuff going on around, but I'm protecting me kids from what goes on around the place. So I'm not letting them hang around the place. I'm not letting them go out and, and do what they want to do. You know, like that, I'm, I'm raising me children. Yeah but, there's a, on them. yeah, but there's a point that they'll get to when they're 16 or so, where you yeah. can't watch them all the time, Peter. You know, I, I kind of said that about my kids. Yeah. And and once they get to a point of independence, you can't be running around after a 15 and 16-year-olds watching them all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you have to trust them then. Yeah, too, right? And then that's when they have to make their own decisions. But I hope by the time that comes, I've put enough into my son and daughter to, for them to be able to make the right decisions. And, and, just, choices, and just stay clear of the bad people. Yeah, and I hope and pray that you do. Stay away from the, as I say, the class clown and well, isn't you know, it, well, the point is then, if you lived in Malahide or somewhere like that, um, they're less likely, I'm not saying it's not going to happen, but they're less likely to mix with the wrong people. Well, I was in rehab with a couple of people from that side of the town. And I'm only, so, sorry, I'm only using these areas yeah. as examples, by the way. I'm not, I'm not picking yeah, on I the know. areas, I'm just saying. Yeah, but the possibility of them in another area is there. Uh, as I said, you know yourself, is, is, it, there's, no, there's, a, there's not a, a greater risk in a more um, posh area. So there is a greater risk in these places, but, you know... Well, isn't that the point that he's making? Because statistically, yeah. and we, we do well, have to look at... There's more crime, there's more antisocial behaviour in disadvantaged areas than there would be in more affluent areas, or leafy suburbs, as they call them. Yeah, well, I agree 100% with him. I, I understand where he's coming from. So it's that's that's something him and his wife will have to sit down and talk about. Because I mean, if you had the money, Peter, if money wasn't an object to you, and, you know, you had a few a spare, because don't get me wrong, to live in the leafy suburbs is clearly more expensive. So if you had the money, you know, and rather than living in Ballyfermot or Ballyer, as it's known, you you yeah. had the money to live in Port Marnock or Malahide or Hoth or Clontarf. If I had the money, Noel, I'd have a little house down the country and I'd live in a, the country life because I love it. I love being out there and the, the nice fresh air. But and, you could, I'm sure. I mean, I, I, I don't know how much a house is in Clontarf, but I, do you own your own house, by the way, or in Ballyfermot? Do you own your own house? No, I rent. I rent. Oh, okay, all right, okay. Okay, I was going to say. I wish you, I did. No, I was going to say if you did own it, you could you could sell it. Yeah, <laughs> and and well, move down the country. country. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, stay there a second. Let me go to Sean. Sean, you're a classic kiss. How are you doing, Sean? How are we doing, my house thing? Good, Sean. I mean, the guy in the email, although he comes across as a little bit of a snob, he makes a bit of a point that although the area doesn't define you, um, you know, and a lot of good people come out of bad areas, um, the point, and I'm not saying all of Clondalkin is a bad area, by the way, but in saying that you've a better chance in a better area. Would you not agree? No, I actually wouldn't. It's, it's all about the family unit that you come from. If you come from a loving family unit who will push you 
to achieve the best. That's when you will achieve it. If you come from a family unit where both parents are drug users and there's a life of crime within the family, well, then you're at more risk. But, like, I'm from Clondalkin. I myself work within one of the private ambulance services. My sister's a CNM3 in charge of St. James's Hospital. My little brother's an electrician. And my other sister's an accountant. Uh, but, but I do want to point out, Clondalkin is a huge area, for those who are not yeah. familiar with the geography um, of it. And there are some bad parts, and there's some good parts, yeah. I will be classified as the bad part. Right, I okay. I come from a neglected working-class area where it's highly... But, but would you not then say that that you and your family, because, and you're saying obviously there's a lot of love in your family and encouragement to do well, you may be, I'm not saying the exception to the rule, but you're more likely to end up in a bad situation because no matter how good your parents are, when you got to 15 or 16, Sean, you were your own person. They're not going to run around after you and follow you around. And it, it's easier to mix with the wrong people in Clondalkin than it would be in Dockey. Yes and no. My mum's estate, which is, again, it's drugs everywhere. It, it's really low-class estate. You could still leave your hall door open. Like, everyone on my mum's road is very close. They all get on really well. We know majority of people in the estate, with the exception of maybe five or six families who are new to the estate. I'm not suggesting there isn't a great sense of community in a lot of these areas, and, yes. I'm, sh- and I'm sure Peter will verify that in Bally Fair. But Peter, would you leave your hall door yes. open? Would I? Yeah, yeah, I live on the main road and, and there's a guard of surveillance camera that covers me out. <laughs> <laughs> so you yeah, wouldn't leave. knocked on my door on the night of my birthday there last year and said, hey, here's your sunglasses out of your car. I was like, why? <laughs> yeah, some fella, we just caught him breaking into your car. <laughs> oh, right, okay. So so your, your house is being monitored all the time. Yeah, it's, it's like having fo- your own phone watch for free, yeah. But, oh, brilliant. Yeah, but I mean, but I mean, I, I would agree with Sean in a sense that places like Clondalkin, like Ballyfermot, like Blanche, they do have a better sense of community and people tend to look out for each other more so than the leafy suburbs where people tend to keep in mind their own business. But Yeah, but I, as soon as something happens, you know, pe- people in these areas can be quick as well to, you know, stab you in the back if something happens or, you know, like, I know this community... Good community spirits, but there's also a lot of bitterness in some of these communities as well, regarding when trouble popped up. And, you know. Yeah, there can be a lot of bitterness towards others, but in all, so when I qualified, first of all, I worked in events and I got more abuse and sped at and bit by more people from the likes of Dockey and Port Marnock and Holt than from anybody in the working class area. And that's people who are doing this, the frontline staff, somebody who's there to help them. Mm-hmm. So. And when, when you when you say you you got what you got abuse from because of where you came from or no people would come in with drink on them with drink on them with drugs on them right and they see somebody oh I know so they have a sense of entitlement so to speak yeah and that they get away with it and if you look at every teenage disco that goes on around the country you'll always have posh kids with their phones in people's faces causing trouble and being that oh my daddy's a solicitor my daddy's this my dad was a painter and decorator my mum was a cleaner. But they were two loving parents who put a load of time into their kids. And I mean, are you married yourself, by the way? I'm not. No. Are you, no, are you planning on it? Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> what? Too young for that. I still got another eighty years. <laughs> how, how old are you, Sean? I'm twenty-eight. Ah, Jesus! You're 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 getting old. You need to start working on it. 
Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> you're not looking for your your life partner at this stage of your life, no. I'm looking for my next PlayStation game at this <laughs> PlayStation, can I just remind you all? PlayStation 5 coming out in November. Boom. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying, Peter. You know what I mean? PlayStation yeah. 5 November. PlayStation 5 November, Sean. Are we, no, all, yeah. are we all set for it, yeah? All right. Let me, well, let me go to Neve. Neve, you're a class of kids. Sorry, Neve. How are you? Hi, Niall. How are you? Don't even get involved in the lad talk there about the PlayStation. You don't want to know. All right. I'm, I, I, I probably still be on the PlayStation 1, didn't even know there was a <laughs> <laughs> All right, but getting back to sorry, Neve. I mean, does this man who wrote the email in have a point? Sean says absolutely not. It doesn't matter who you, where you come from. It's the family you come from. It just seems a bit odd to me that, like, he married somebody from that area. Who? His wife. Oh, is, oh the, the guy in the email. Sorry, I thought you meant yeah. Sean. Sorry, no, no, Sean no, no, doesn't no. want to get married. No, he doesn't want to get married. <laughs> he has a point. Um, but he's married to a girl from there. And she obviously turned out well enough. You know, it just seems a bit odd. Yeah, that's a good point. That is a good point. not a good point. Not necessarily. He just happened to meet her. She just happened to be from there. That doesn't mean yeah, he wants to live with her. There. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, obviously he saw things in her that matched his way of thinking. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Obviously they have the same view. Most married people when they have kids, they, they, they agree on most things, how to yeah. raise the kids. Yeah. Standards. Well, he's, not ag- he's not agreeing with this bit of it anyway, that's for sure. Well, it just needs a little tiny bit hypocritical yeah, that she's okay to, you know, as long as he doesn't have to live. can produce a family for him. Say that again. I say, I'm saying if it's at the producing, if Clondalk can produce a wife for him, I'm sure they can produce a family for well, him. Well, he already has three small boys, he said. Yeah, but yeah. he has, do you know what it is? You have to be a parent, right? It doesn't matter. And I agree with, sorry, the second caller and Sh- Sean. Sean, Sean, yeah. I agree with Sean. If you look around certain areas, right, near where I was brought up, and there's trouble, right, and there is trouble, right, but you don't hear about it because you see, Daddy can fix it. I mean, I don't want to say I'm not singling out Clondalkin, right? Forget just forget about Clondalkin for the moment. But if I'm starting off a family at a mar- I don't want to be living in Kipsville. You know what I mean? No matter where it is in the country, I, I want to be living somewhere where I think my kids have a better chance, where there might be better schools, where they might have better opportunities, where they meet nicer people. Is is that is that snobby? Is it, or is that just wanting the best for your kids? Look at where you are. Right, you are sitting behind a desk on, as you like to say constantly, an award-winning radio show. Uh, can I just point that a world award-winning radio show? World award, sorry, I'll get it right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mul- no. multi-award-winning, world award-winning radio station. All right, easy now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you're you're from Edenmore, which a lot of people a lot of people would say that's about it. When I was a kid, Edenmore was a kip, <laughs> but there's no doubt, shadow of a doubt. I mean, half of Edenmore was in Mountjoy Jail. You know what I mean? But in saying that, when I was a kid, I remember anybody who knows the geography of the area where Edenmore is. Now, I don't know what Edenmore is like now. It must be a much better place now, probably an older population anyway. But when I was a kid, I used to go out and I used to walk to Cameron Estate, which was, we used to call them purchased houses because we were living in council houses, of course. And we called them purchased houses. So we, I used to go around to the purchased estate, which was the kind of snobbier and hang around with the kids there. I didn't hang around in Edenmore. Yeah, but you know what? It was probably down to your mum and dad. Because your mum and dad had certain ideas for you, and your mum and dad made sure that they came true. So what this guy needs to do is be a parent to his kids. You're not their friends. You're their parent. You know where they are at all times. You know who their friends are. Most importantly, find out who your kids' friends are. 
get to know them, get to know their parents. And then it doesn't matter whether you live in Dalky, because there's shits in Dalky as well. Worse, probably, yeah, but, than but people in Clondalkin. Absolutely, but aren't you more likely... I mean, sorry, let me put that with a Sean. Sean, you are more likely <laughs> to find gurriers and tow rags and antisocial behaviour in disadvantaged or working-class areas than you would be in middle-class, upper-class areas, wouldn't you, logically? You will find more people with different life choices made. But with regards to antisocial behaviour, that's everywhere. That's mm-hmm. everywhere. Antisocial behaviour could be your neighbour in D4, your neighbour in Holt, who plays music loud. So that's... You know, you, you know the type of social, antisocial behaviour. I'm talking about kids sitting out on walls and, you know, setting fire to greens and... You know, I get that everywhere. No, I get that down here. Yeah, but and you, you go on Halloween night. Where is the majority of problems? And b- massive bonfires and everything else. They're always in council estates. And was, by the way, I'm not having a go with everyone in council estates. There's great people living in council estates, right? I'm not, I'm not having a go. I'm just saying that's where they are. But it's your choice as a parent whether your kid is standing around that bonfire or your kid is safely at home. That's your choice as a parent. You know, you be a parent. Say, learn to say the word no. It's very simple. It's a two-letter word. You can't always say yes. You can't say, oh, yes, son, it's fine. It's 11 o'clock on Halloween. Off you pop. Just don't no. hang around with Scobie Jenner. Just say well, there is no. A, there, is a, there is a thing that you tell him not to hang, hang around with such and such, and he ends up with such and such. Yeah, that's true. You know, it happened to me. Peter was kept in the house. What did Peter do? Little, small yeah. Peter. He climbed out his window and down the drain pipe. And I felt to the boys told not to hang around. But like, we had good parents and they had great intentions for me. Always trying to point me in the right direction. I ended up with the wrong crowd. And I ended up with a, with a drug addiction and mm. nearly losing my life. But Peter, would that, have ha- would, that have, would that have happened even if you lived in Kalini? Do you know what I mean? I'm not it's saying it it's not necessarily. Sorry? It's not necessarily the area as such. It's more that that's what you put your mind to doing, because that was the no, way you no, felt no. at the time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Sorry, Sean. You're no. trying to say. Well, hang on, Sean. What are you trying to say to Peter there? So, so kids will always rebel. Kids will always go against what mummy and daddy say. Well, that kind of that kind of goes against the first thing that you said then, isn't it? Because if your parents are telling you the good things to do and try to protect you, and you go against no, no, what they no. want to, do. you will. You will go against your parents naturally as a kid. Mm. But if you have a loving family network that you can go back to, I, I've done wrong. I've ended up in Corsa, driving convictions, driving without insurance, driving without a license. But I went back to a loving family that turned me so that I didn't end up in deeper trouble. And what and were you doing driving with no insurance and no, and no license, by the way, <laughs> if you don't want me asking? What, 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 what led you to that young. silliness? I was young. Stupid. I've been in the seat of a car. Very stupid. But my folks are very... They were harsh on it. I got in a lot of trouble for it, but I, I learned from it. And I now... I drive frontline vehicles for a living. Right, I'm okay. working within a private ambulance service. It it doesn't mean... Like, if you come back to a, to a loving family network where your parents are constantly trying to help you and you go off and you make mistakes and they accept you back... Mm-hmm you're more likely to recover well as opposed to if you go off and are, you go against your parents and then they say, do you know what, good luck to you. You're on your own now, which happens a lot in advantaged areas where people are, they go off, they do wrong and they go back to their parents and they're like, no, no, you can't come back here. 
you can't be associated with the family because you have done this, because you've done drugs, you can't be associated. You're now without that loving support that everybody needs, that everyone, adults and kids alike, require that loving support from someone. We get it from our parents as kids, and then we hope to get it from our partners as we go into adult life. So you don't think any child... Is this? I, I'm not saying. I, I'm not for a minute suggesting that children from disadvantaged areas or working class areas turn out to be bad people because they don't all turn out to be bad people. Some of them are very successful well, people, but you don't think you've less of a chance. So again, we we'll use the two areas, Clondalkin, and, and let's say we pick. I don't I don't know the bad areas of Clondalkin, but let, let's say you know whatever disadvantaged area part of Clondalkin, um, compared to say Malahide, you don't think I'm I, I'm anyway disadvantaged by coming from Clondalkin. I think I think that's foolhardy to say that, Sean. And, and by the way, I came from Edmore, as as Neve rightly pointed out. But in in saying that, I do believe you are disadvantaged by coming from some areas. You're you can be limited. So you can be limited by the school you go to. A lot of people that go to posh well to do schools, they can go on study law and all sorts. All you have to do is look at the schools. Look at look at the schools around the country and the different areas where they're in. So we saw the tobacco, the whole tobacco over the leaving cert. The grades, on the average grades, when you look at average grades for schools, and I don't want to start quoting places, but for disadvantaged working class areas, or desh schools as some of them are called as well, those grades are lower. Now, it's not because the teachers are not very good. It's because those kids, or a lot of those kids in those areas, wouldn't be... I don't want to have a pop here, but the academics wouldn't be the best because they're not getting the best guidance at home, probably. And they're too busy out on their BMXs flying around fields and letting off bangers. So it goes back to the family you come from. So it's never where you live, it's how you live. You know, you can you can achieve well if you have a good family network. And it, it, to turn that around, it could be the exact, exact same in Dorothy or in... Okay, so, so I get... Well, okay, well then let me just ask you one question, because I want to come to Michael in a second. But I, you want a house. Let's say you meet the person of your dreams in the future. And you're planning on having a family, right? Or you have two kids, two little small kids, and you want a house. And I say yep. to you, Sean, here's two houses for you. One is in Malahide, one is in Clondalkin, or Blanche, or Ballier, or whatever it happens to be. Which one are you going to take? I'm going to look at the age profile of other kids in the estate. And I'm going to... So, if I look at Clondalkin, and I look at St. Mark's where I grew up, which is a disadvantaged estate, I'm going to look at the road, and is there kids on that road within the same age category as the kids I'm going to bring in because then they have a better chance of developing friends and learning how to interact with others, others as opposed to bringing them to Malahide in an elderly population where they're all 60, 70 and mm-hmm. no for the kids to interact with. I know what Peter's thinking. I'll take the house in Malahide, sell it and buy one down the country. Big time, yeah. let me ask you the same question before I come to Michael. If I gave you an opportunity of two houses, I uh, will say in Dublin, uh, one in Malahide and one in Ballyfermot and one in Clondalkin. Which, which would you which you take? Um, with young children. To be perfectly honest with you, I'd probably take one in um, Ballyfermot or, or Clondalkin because you're lying to me. Niamh. No, I, I wouldn't. I'd be totally honest with you. I don't think I would want or fit in in somewhere like Malahide. I'm just not cut out for that. Just like if you offered me a house in Dockey, I wouldn't take it as a present. I just wouldn't. 
I'm not into that whole... I would. I just don't like the... I'd love to mix with the high polloi. No, I wouldn't at all. Because, do you know why? Because they would be the ones looking down on me because I don't talk like them, I don't act like them, I don't have but the same you, when you say you, wait, Hang on, when you say you don't talk like them, I, you sound perfectly no. fine to me. I might sound perfectly fine, but I... I, I, I You're not a gouger. Maybe no, like, but, You know what I mean? But I don't... I'm not You're into not going the whole, on the air and talking like that. No, maybe not. But I'm not into the whole posh thing. I just don't like it. I, I find that... I don't... So you talked about this the right about snobs and being posh. I don't think there's anything wrong with being a little bit posh. That just means you have standards. There's nothing wrong with having standards. But they're not... They're different. It's not about having standards. I mean, they put their blooming knickers on one leg at a time like the rest of us, but you'd swear that they had a, bu- a butler to do it for them sometimes. And it's just not my thing. I... I I, I prefer to be in a community where there's nice people and that uh, if you had a... Like where I am right now, I know I could walk into any one of my neighbours if I had a problem, it's happened, and they're brilliant, and they, they'd help you. But I just don't don't feel like that would be... That, first, you wouldn't know anyone. They'd be all out at work paying for their mega... See, see here's, here's an example. Somebody says, I'm from Finglas. I couldn't get motor insurance on a bike when I was 18, so I faked a meet address, and I was on the road an hour later. And, and that happens to, and that's oh, And that would have been the same in Edenmore, by the way, because I had to fake my address as well. I also had to fake my age. I shouldn't be admitting this on radio. Sure, I shouldn't. I mean, it was a long time ago. It was 37 years ago. I remember faking my age. I At the time, I can't remember. Like there was, You couldn't drive a motorbike under a certain age. I can't remember what it was. But I said I was 22 and I was only 18 or something like that. They don't, they don't invented cars back then. Well, I mean, but in those days on your driver's license, it didn't have your, it didn't have your picture or date of birth. It was a blast. Anyway, uh, somebody else mentions, uh, can't talk, I'm working. I live in Clondalkin. It's a kip. I wouldn't bring kids up in it either. Uh, he's right to want the best for his family. Yeah, and another person says, hi, I lived in a working class area all my life, got seven honours in the junior cert, left school at 16, and I'm now a qualified accountant, speak French and Spanish, and I'm 60. Not where you live, it's how you live, says Mary in Dublin. Well, now, mind you, now Mary's talking about she's 60, so she's talking about living there, obviously, 50 years ago when she was 10 years of age. Like, it's a bit of a difference, Mary, 50 years ago. Where nobody went to college in those days. Very few people even went as far as they're leaving, sir. But let me just go to Michael as well. Michael, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Michael? That's a crack. That's a crack, Michael. Not too bad, how are you? Good. It's been a while, Michael. It has. Yeah. Michael, does it matter where you're brought up? Yeah, it does. If you're being honest, it does, yeah. Right, okay. In in what respect? Well, if you're going to clone talk and you're talking a lot of drugs and crime and all sorts of carry-on, and I mean... Be idealistic, and uh, there's a bad echo off the phone there. I'm sorry about that. I know one of our lines does have a bit of an echo on it, but it's a bit of feedback on it. But just shoot ahead. We can hear you fine. All right. So it's all great being idealistic and all saying, like, you know, you're preparing who you are and blah, blah, and all this kind of thing. But, I mean, you have to have, you have, to have a good look at the area. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not... But if you have a choice... Um, so in other words, you would be exposed to crime quicker. Is that what you mean? In 2020, yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? It's, it has to be but now, I mean, nobody's, I mean, there's people who take drugs in Malahide and Dalky as well. Just different types of drugs. More expensive ones. I know, but it's not... It's not about, you know... It, it's All the drug dealers live in Clondalkin. They don't live in Malahide, you know what I mean? Mm. I think you oh, the, 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 what did you say, uh, Peter? 
I, I think you might have that wrong there. A couple of drug dealers do live out in the likes of Malahoid and the rest of it. Yeah, you'll find the drug dealers have plenty of money, to be honest with you, Michael. Yeah. Most of them actually nowadays are living in Dubai. Yeah, but I don't, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not talking about like, the top people. Like, I'm talking about the, the middle people. They're the ones, they're the ignorant ones that cause all the, the chaos. The ones sitting in Malahide and all, like, with the Range Rovers and the, the, the security windows and all that carry on, like, they're not, they're not going to affect our kids. Well, on a bigger scale, yeah, they will affect our kids. But, Don't forget you know, the ones sitting in the doll. Yeah. <laughs> the They'll definitely affect your kids. Yeah. yeah, well, you're powerless over them, like, you know what I mean? Mm. But, I mean, I don't know, like, you know, no one's talking about the mother in this situation. Like, she sounds like a clundog and homie girl who hasn't outgrown the area, like, you know. But she so, wants to go back. Well, a lot of women like to go back and live near their mother and sisters. I, and I suppose that all depends on where you're being brought up. If you if you get brought up in a place like that where there's a you know there's a great community or sense of community where people live close to each other and sisters and brothers and mothers and fathers, people tend to want to stay there. Yeah. Like if you look at say Edenmore where I came from, the majority of people probably live in Edenmore now are sons and daughters of people who lived in Edenmore twenty years ago, thirty years ago. Yeah, they all want to go back to their roots. Yep, they like home and they like home and pigeons. Yeah, but you got to put your kids first off. And in this situation, he he's not from that area. He sounds like he's a... I'm just going to make an assumption here. He sounds like a Dunleary head or something, and she's, you know, he's not from that area, like, so... Well, then it, well, then it raises the whole question. Can two different types of people or two different classes of people, can it work? Can that relationship work when two people want two different things in life? Of course it can, yeah. But, I mean, you have put your kids, the kids are the important thing here I mean the kids are young enough and like people have been saying it Peter and other people have been saying it you put it into the kids room when they're young and you connect with them when they're young but if you like, if you move to, to Clondalk and then just let your kids go running out on the roads and not um, like, not invest in them and, and whatever the streets are going to raise your kids you're not going to raise your kids and in Clondalk is a very active exciting place if you're a young child Horses well, and in these areas that are like that, that just let their kids run around on the streets and so in their on nappies, so literally in their nappies. You know what yeah, I mean? Everywhere and all and all sorts. No, of they things. don't. You, you, you hang on, no, no. With the greatest respect, you would rarely see, you know, kids at three and four years of age wandering around a housing estate in upper to middle class areas. No, that's you what would, I'm saying. Yeah, you would see that in, in council yeah. estates more so. Yeah. Where, where do you wear the pyjamas to the shops? And yeah, yeah. Else? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. And That's why, yeah. So the, so the point he's making is the street raises the child in a lot of these cases. Well, yeah. put a, I paint a picture for you, right? You move into Clondalkin or Kilbarrett or any of these places, right? And you're eight or nine, right? And you go outside and someone's belting past you on a scrambler or a, or a you know, a quad or something, you know what I mean? You're going to be like, Jesus, look at that. That's, that's some balls or, you know, this kind of thing. Like, I'd like one of them. Yeah. Exactly. And that, that you're going to be hooked on... on or somebody, or Darndale and somebody trots past you on a horse. Exactly. It's, it's exciting, like, you know what I mean? Mm. So, if you're not investing in your kids, if you're not, you know, the way I see investing in kids today is you bring them out in extracurricular activities, you bring them, expose them to all these different things that are going around, um, 
invest in their education the way upper middle class people would be. Like they upper I'm not like upper middle class people, they think of the long game. Whereas people from I'm from a council estate, we think of the next step. You know what I mean? And that's we need to change the thinking there like that. Well, look, Michael, uh, thank you very much indeed. Appreciate it. Thanks, Neve. Thanks, uh, Sean. Uh, and uh, also as well, Peter as well, for coming on. That's an interesting.